Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Ah, good morning. Happy Thursday. Yes. It's Thursday. It's, it, you know what? You are on it with the days of the week. You know, I'm really trying. That Monday really, you know, messed me up. It did. It but, did. And now here we are. We're back on track. We are back on track. This is Drop the Subject. We're live again. Allie here and Justin Martindale Good right morning, over there. Everyone. A little bit fuzzy eyed after a long night at Britney Spears' In the Zone pop yeah, up with yeah. 24 women. Oh, yeah. You know, while the rest of the country was watching the debates, um, I wanted to do my part as an American and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I went to the Britney Spears in the zone experience and I know what you're thinking. I'm in. Um, it was my friend Jade Catapretta's birthday. She's the new host on the soup on the E network. And she uh, got together a little VIP experience, uh, her and uh, 24 of her closest girlfriends. Uh-huh. A lot of hormones. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there was a lot of um, just, I would imagine, Screaming? Scream. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess I didn't want to just go right to chickens clucking, but no, I feel it was, like no, it wasn't a chicken. It was a loud. It was like a lot of banshees shrilling. Oh. yeah, it was fun. And now, if you if you don't live in the L.A. area, let me just break this down for you. First of all, this experience is in an old abandoned Kmart. You're there. I'm there already. I'm there already. Uh-huh. I wanted to go barefoot with a frappuccino, maybe a bag of Cheetos in hand, but I couldn't. <laughs> they take us into this like back way. Um, entrance into the VIP lounge and it's a lot of like trash and like boxes and stuff and I'm like oh this is 2007 when she shaves her head like I'm already like thinking yeah you already think it's part of the experience it's, of, it's, yes. just, it's just the trash room you're like so we're starting at we're this point we're starting wow. at 2007 pre-blackout let's go yeah we get in there, we're in a room that is decorated like Britney Spears Lucky, very pink, a lot of like pink shag. Is there a it, red carpet? No, 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 no. There wasn't even a carpet. I just, when um, I think of the Lucky music video, I always think of her getting no. out of the car on the red carpet. It's when she's in the room and like the light bulbs in the mirror and when like the When she's crying, crying, crying in the lonely night? Yeah. And yeah, if the if there's nothing missing in her life, then why do her tears fall Come at night? night? Lots of, uh, so they had a bu- like buckets of champagne, buckets of white claw. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, how many women? 24? Okay, great. Tons of White Claw. We got pizza. And then we went into like several rooms and each room was kind of amazing. The staff was fantastic. We had an amazing tour guide. His name was Robert. Shout out to Robert. Wait, um, so now does everybody get a tour or just the VIPers? I think we just got it. I think we got a tour because we were like, they had to separate us into two groups and like we went into each room. There was, I'm a slave for you. So you had to like learn <gasps> the dance. You like scan your bracelet and they have like a little like kind of boomerang thing. They did Blackout. They did, um, uh, Oops, I did it again. We got to go to Mars. No way! That was fun. Um, What was another one? We did uh, Me Against the Music, which was really fun. Um, And then we did Toxic, so you're actually like on Britney Airlines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. That sounds already a lot better than the Grey's Anatomy pop-up that I went to. 1,000% better than the Grey's Anatomy. a warehouse with weird, like, fan art. And gurneys. Yeah, and, yeah. like, yeah, it was, there was medical equipment <clears throat> and just kind of photo ops. But this sounds like you actually got to immerse yourself oh. in the Britney Spears. You were, mm-hmm. at, in fact, in the zone. Oh, and yeah. you got to dance, oh. which is... I danced the- until the world ended. And I feel it today <laughs> because... The Huckleberry Gummy kicked in <laughs> halfway, like right when we started, and I was in. At one point, I said, "I'm sweating a lot." Like I knew I was sweating a lot, and I knew I knew that there it was hot. It was yeah. hot. 
there was no water available. We all kind oh, of like no. no water available. And at the end, you go into the merch section. Guess who bought a hundred and four dollars worth of merch last night? Uh the, the twenty four other women. It's Justin. Bitch. It was just you. <laughs> It's Justin, bitch. Now, not a hundred, a hundred and four. Hundred and four. What? What does a hundred and four dollars get you at it, the Britney Spears I in the Zone experience? I'm so glad you asked. hundred and four dollars gets you a lot. I got a vintage Britney T-shirt that I'm going to wear on stage this weekend at the Comedy Store. Perfect. I also got a gray hoodie that says dot 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 baby one more time. Uh huh. And that's it. Oh, got it. Just two. <laughs> just two items. <laughs> that's it. But that's where they get you. Yeah. Because. After you've taken all the Instagram videos and the mm-hmm. pictures, you're you think I must need more. There's oh, more yeah. that I have to walk away with, other than a, an incoming, like an, an inevitable hangover. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be something else here, mm-hmm. other than the Huckleberry gummy. So you get the two tops that you need to carry you through. My uh, wife always I wish wants I had two tops. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. All right. Well, that's a different pop up. Um, but my wife always, always, always wants a t-shirt or a you sweatshirt every single time. And at first I would resist and be like, come on, these are so overpriced. It's like yeah. 60 bucks for a sweater. Yeah. But then eventually I was like, but then you are gra- glad that you have something. But see, also I'm doing a, a show with Joe Rogan tomorrow night at the comedy store in the main room. And it's going to be packed with like all of his followers. And I want to be that, you know, that gay kid who's on stage wearing a Britney Spears shirt. Yeah. yeah. But um, Do you have merch? No, but I will. I'm I'm working on merch. You but are? If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at Justin Martindale. I have posted some videos from the experience. And if you were in the LA area, go check it out. It's way fun. A great. Yeah. Def- and, after, and after you leave, you think to yourself, oops, I did it again. Oh. That's what I did. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. You dropped. How? I, I would love to go through what we just talked about and see how many line drops there were from Britney Spears songs. There were a lot. And oh, you could write a letter to Britney and put it in her locker and no. I wrote I wrote get the help you need. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> or like I'm sorry, I know I was part of the problem. I know. All right, drop the subject returns after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Yes, the lovely Lizzo getting you in the mood this morning. Uh, I love that song. I know, isn't it a good one? Mhm. Allie here, Justin Martindale is uh recovering from a long night of dancing the night away. Mhm. And uh now it's I still time. got it, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Never, you see, never lost it, I don't think. No, I mean, you're chipper and you're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in the zone. You are? <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's important that we discuss something that we discussed yesterday because we made a bet mm-hmm. about something that would take place during last night's debate. And we will get into all of the shade that was thrown all of the spiciest moments because there were a lot of them last night Whew, people really had their dukes up the library was open it was open <laughs> my god even though no one goes to libraries anymore what is a library <laughs> okay <laughs> but the question here is who called Mike Bloomberg a billionaire first. That is what we debated. That's what we bet on yesterday. It's debate debates for debates. Mm-hmm. And both and you said it was going to be Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. which was of course a great guess. We figured both Sanders and Warren would say this because their whole campaign is running against millionaires and billionaires. And I said that it would be Bernie Sanders because likely yeah, because he's the lead candidate they would go to him first and he'd be the first to say it. They did go to him first. He did not say specifically in a derogatory way that Mike Bloomberg was a billionaire. He went to stop and frisk first. Mm -hmm. That was his first thing. But Sanders and Warren both 
called him a billionaire. I just want to play these two clips. Okay, let's just start. This is what Sanders eventually said about Mike Bloomberg. We are sick and tired of billionaires like Mr. Bloomberg seeing huge expansions of their wealth while a half a million people sleep out on the street tonight. Okay, so that's what was said on behalf of Bernie Sanders, among other things. And then... You mean there's more? There's more. (laughs) Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren said the following. We will have Donald Trump. This is um, Bloomberg basically saying why he would make a good president over Trump. For another four years, and we can't stand that. So I'd like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Going to win. If we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women. So she goes on to say, honey, did you hear all the death drops? Yeah. I heard them. I mean, the whole building shook. Let's listen one more time because there's a lot jam packed uh in here. And it really does make you want to Google. (laughs) <laughs> when these things were said because you're like, did he really call uh, women horse-faced lesbians? Elizabeth Warren took her wig off. And, and am I one of them? Mm-hmm. Am I one of the horse-faced mm-hmm. lesbians? No, girl, no. <laughs> A billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Oh. Democrats... I mean, that whole that whole room clutched their pearls. Yes. Like, oh, oh, she did. And this was part of the first question. I mean. So this was, Bernie Sanders had said something, then Mike Bloomberg had a chance to respond, and this was Elizabeth Warren's response. So this yeah. is the first time she's opening her mouth on the stage. Yeah. You know what? If RuPaul was a, like a moderator, be like, the time has come <laughs> for you to debate for your life. <laughs> I would love to see more hybrid, like debate coverage hybrided, hy- hybridized with other shows. Oh, like yeah. The Masked Singer, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I feel like it would up the ante and actually get people more interested. Well, you know what? One of my favorite Instagram accounts is, is Saint Hoax. And if you don't follow Saint Hoax, it's just so fun because he'll just take pop culture moments and like incorporate them into like politics and like things that are happening in the world and it's just the best way to start your morning off with a good laugh i want to i love you saint hoax whoever you are oh nice it's so much fun and he did one from the last night he did one from the debates where she says horse face lesbians but uh-huh. it was like incorporated into mean girls with regina george it was oh, so great oh so yes. did i win the bet okay so yes. yes here here's what it really comes down to more importantly <laughs> more importantly justin martindale's hungry does he get free breakfast oh <gasps> Because that's what the bait was for. That was that's what the, the, the bet the, was for. Mm-hmm. And the first person to actually call out Mike Bloomberg on his billionaire status oh, was... God. I'd like to talk about who we're running against. A billionaire, billionaire. who calls women fat broads mm-hmm. and horse-faced lesbians. Congratulations, uh, Justin breakfast. Martindale. I got to eat another day. You got to eat another day. Oh, well, thank you. I'd like to thank Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. for making this all possible. I'd like to thank Egg Whites I'd for like, being a nice substitute. I'd like to um, say thank all the lesbians. Mm-hmm. Horse face included. Yes, horse face or otherwise. Horse face. That's <laughs> so specific. It is very specific. Uh, um, but, you and know. I don't like... I don't like people being called that. 
I say nay to that. Ah, still on it. All right, so what do you want for breakfast? I'll get you something. Something protein. I'm kind of bulking up, bro. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to get Justin Martindale. We're going to order him a nice protein-based breakfast because he's bulking up, bro. And then- for Dinah. I got to <laughs> bulk up for Dinah. <laughs> so do I, actually. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject with Allie and Justin Martindale. Um, I'm getting your protein bowl ordered as we speak. Thank you. You're welcome. You I are deserve very this. Um, <laughs> I did a lot to earn this. <laughs> and I did get a snippet of your In the Zone Instagram feed. Kind of fierce, right? And yeah, yeah. I would highly recommend going to that for, uh-huh. some, uh, for some good entertainment. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of entertainment. Oh, how do you top that? Uh, uh, well, I, this is actually going to be a huge letdown. Oh. Because I, I came on the air yesterday, and I explained that I was reading a book called The Alchemist. It was a new experience for me. I was like, hey, you know, based on our conversation earlier in the week, hey, why don't I pick up a book and read something? I'll read something I've never read before, The Alchemist. And then I start reading it and realizing I have already, not only have I already read it, but I've written notes in it. And I went home last night telling my wife about this and telling her your response and she was so pleased that you validated both yes yeah. she was like did i was like he said that it was me from the future yeah. leaving messages for because myself because mind you ali said yesterday she goes i don't remember reading this book i mm-hmm. don't remember i don't know what it's about but the notes in the book are my handwriting mm-hmm. and i'm like oh what yeah and she's like i don't i can't explain it i said well it's obvious you're a time traveler it is and i hate to be the one to out you as a time traveler mm-hmm. on the air but future is not upset you're a future person so you know at the end of the show yesterday <laughs> yeah i had uh you know just said hey if you've got any questions about the future let me know because mm-hmm. i'm gonna write the answers right, in, right, in right. just in the pages of random copies of the alchemist so if you want to pick one up at your local barnes and noble i've probably got some messages for you yeah um but I thought I, I brought the book in because I thought maybe we could go over a couple some of, the, of things. the things. Yeah, uh. because I wanted to take your advice of actually going through and deciphering some of the things that I wrote mm-hmm. or highlighted. Um, so I was flipping through and I saw written in the margin, not my president. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> my butt clenched. <laughs> I was like, what? No. <laughs> no, but I did highlight a very specific uh a line that I thought was interesting. I start it and it says, there is a universal language understood by everybody but already forgotten. Ooh, that's about, that that's about social media. Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh, no. What else? What else? Uh, well, I, I highlighted I'm alive <gasps> and I highlighted when I'm eating, that's all I think about. Same. <laughs> That's so crazy. When Isn't I'm that eating, so that's crazy? all I think about too. Uh, wow. Is then I I wrote down isn't impulse acting on the omens? What? I mean, this is just really weird stuff. That's some horse face lesbian stuff. I mean, right? <laughs> I underlined the word MacTube. What's a MacTube? What, is know. that from the future? I guess. <laughs> I also start. Is that a new Apple product? <laughs> The MacTube? Oh, I saw that. See, I saw the latest episode on MacTube last uh, night. Yeah. Wow. What if it is? It's okay. Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon's uh. 70 million season. Um, let's see. I, another thing I highlighted without such love, one's dreams would have no meaning. That's true. I think I saw that on a tramp stamp once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I underlined just one word suffused. 
Which maybe it's just because I didn't know what it meant, but mm-hmm. it also might have some kind of other meaning that we don't know about. I think that's just a drag queen in Long Beach. Oh, suffused. Coming to the stage, suffused. Mm. And then I highlighted the word desert and I wrote universe. So maybe that's the future. Is that we're all living in a desert land? Or maybe you just work at a hot topic in the future? <laughs> yes. Desert, the universe. Desert, the universe. That's kind of weird, though. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the last one I'll share with you, because this is, uh, I think we've probably figured out that I'm not from the future and that all these no, are really just dumb. just keep believing in yourself. Uh, I underlined, in fact, anything on the face of the earth will do that. You don't even have to understand the desert. All you have to do is contemplate a single grain of sand and you will see it all in the marvels of creation. And then I wrote on the side, this is why I love the beach. <laughs> wow. Who knew in the future you'd go back in time to be your teenage self? To be the most boring <laughs> Person I was you were going to be like a warrior with like swords and like one eye, and yeah. you're like fighting for women out there everywhere. No, you're just like I I'm just like, like the beach. I love the beach, <laughs> and grains of sand are like the desert and the universe. Uh, God, yeah, you're like I love pina coladas. <laughs> well, Jesse informs me that the word suffuse means gradually spread through, so if well... that's helpful in any way, <laughs> or that's just really graphic. That's, uh, I think that's my word of the week, though. Suffused? Suffused. Use it in a, use it in a sentence, Allie. Real quick. Go. On the, um, off the cuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't like uh, I don't like it at Subway when they just put the mayonnaise all as one strip in the middle of my bread. Mm-hmm. I'd rather them suffuse it throughout the piece of bread so that I can get mayonnaise in every bite. And I'm gagged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough of that. Again, if you have any other questions about the future, let me know. We'll see uh, if it changes anything. And we'll get back to our sanity in a moment. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Go on. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Justin Mardo here with Allie. Fly, little bird. Uh, I have a question for everyone. <laughs> Do you want to escape to sunny South Beach for Miami Beach Pride's Biggest weekend festival ever on <gasps> April 3rd, 4th, and 5th? Yeah. All right. Well, head over to wearechannelq.com for your chance to win. But I probably won't get a hotel, will I? Well, no. Enter our national flyaway contest for a chance to experience the best of Miami Beach pride. <gasps> we'll fly you and a friend <gasps> to beautiful Miami Beach, set you up in a gorgeous hotel, and provide you with two... VIP weekend passes. You'll sip on ice cold drinks from the open bar in the VIP and enjoy a champagne brunch before the parade. Enter the contest right at wearechannelq.com for your chance to win and experience Miami Beach Pride in true VIP style April 3rd through the 5th. Do it. It's worth it. Miami Pride? Are you kidding me? That was very well done. I would love to do that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. So get in on that. All right, let's. We're going to get into like the nitty gritty of what happened at the debates last mm-hmm. night. But a listener sent us a direct message on uh, Instagram at DTS Show. If you want to follow us, please yeah, do. Just, it. Please do. Um, but we always love to hear from our listeners and see, you know, what they want to talk about. And I always plan the show on whatever the Weeping Camel Seven says that we should talk about. Oh, one of our followers, very loyal. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he or she said, uh, passed along an article about some of these celebrities who have now been open about their presidential endorsements. And uh, they said it's a very interesting read. So I thought we'd go through some of them mm-hmm. and talk about wh- who people are endorsing and why. We did learn a couple of people had made their announcements yesterday, like Cher announced that she is uh, for Biden. Joe! Which, I know. She's like, I remember him. Oh, Joe. We're the same age. Uh, so, I mean, that's not super surprising, but let's go through. So, Biebs, Haley Biebs, she's mm-hmm. all for Bernie Sanders. Cher, as we said, is all about Joe Biden. And De Niro is for Buttigieg, which I find kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, Danny DeVito is endorsing Bernie Sanders. Shailene Woodley is also endorsing Bernie. And then we get to a really interesting one. Tim Gunn. Designers, who are you voting for? <laughs> Who's voting designers? That is really Make it work. Solid impression. Rock the vote. Okay, so read his tweet then in his... in the. Well, wait, where is it? Oh, it's number six on the list here. Okay, sorry. I was like, I was way ahead. You were all, Oh, okay. I was looking... Okay, Since go. you've got a good impression, I want you to read it. For as long as I've known him, <laughs> at Mike Bloomberg has been a champion for the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> Unlike others, Mike listens carefully to the concerns of his constituents and gets things done. <laughs> I'm voting for Mike because he will make it work for LGBTQ plus community and all Americans. Well done. You are, do- you should do a show every, t- like you should do an In The Zone. Designers. You, sh- <laughs> you should do an In The Zone pop-up before every show. Oh, it's really helping. Um, okay, Clay Aiken, you want to do him? No, <laughs> I don't want to do Clay Aiken. Uh, Clay Aiken said everyone. Uh. Um <laughs> Uh, he's all for Amy Klobuchar. He mm. says, oh, yes, I'm Klobuchar-ged. Shut up, Clay. Let's do this. God. <laughs> this is why he got second place. He also did a hashtag Klobent- Klobentum. No. Yeah, which makes no sense. No, they have the same hairstyle. Klobucharmy. Team Amy. Yeah, Mm-mm. there's really not a good hashtag there. Joe Rogan's for Bernie. Meow. Ted Danson also for Mike Bloomberg. I want to say, uh, I want to go a little lower here. I want to say that the... Uh, we got Michael M. Black for Elizabeth Warren, Jonathan Van Ness, Elizabeth Warren, Rosie O'Donnell, Elizabeth Warren, Kevin Costner, Judge. Hmm. I feel like a hmm. lot of the younger people are going for Bernie. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the... Um, well, like, our, Patricia Arquette is also for Warren, and she, I really love Patricia Arquette. I think she said, after much deliberation, I'm supporting Warren for president in the primaries. I think she's pragmatic and responsible and will work hard to get things done. Elizabeth Banks is another person who's <clears throat> all about Elizabeth Warren. And so I think that. Cardi I mean, B's for Bernie, because I think she thinks that B starts with Bernie, and she's like, oh, <laughs> You got my vote. Ariana Grande's Bernie Sanders, Mandy Moore's Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Uh, Tegan, uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are voting together, imagine, oh, for Elizabeth Warren. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mandy Moore for Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, it, it is an interesting thing to look through this list and see the trends. It does, like, Ariana Grande for Bernie Sanders, that makes sense to me, that yeah. she would want to vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. But then some of these older, empowered, kind of activist women are all about Elizabeth Warren. You know, and then there's like random Pete Buttigieg just scattered or suffused, yeah, throughout the list. And Tim Duncan, surprisingly, from uh, from the Spurs, from my hometown of San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, was going with Mike Bloomberg, which is a little and yeah, and oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pete Buttigieg, yeah, well, I, that makes sense. That makes sense because it sounds Buttigieg sounds like a goop product. <laughs> yeah, 
It'll be interesting, though. I want to see if anybody changes their endorsement after last night. Yeah, that's interesting, really too. really bombed. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm honestly going to say I was with, I'm with someone, and now I'm on the fence after last <gasps> night. Ooh, tease. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, someone who I'm surprised is up because he probably had a very late night watching and then doing a show uh, highlighting the, uh, the biggest moments of the debate. Jarrett. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Hello. Oh, <laughs> sleepy baby. Oh, yeah. I'm wide awake, but uh, wide it has definitely it was it was a long night for sure. Yes. So, so I know that uh, you had your show last night, mm-hmm. and we're going to get into some of the other d- things that happened. But what were your overall takeaways from last night? It seemed like there was a lot more. Uh, there was a lot shade. more spice. <laughs> yes, a lot more shade being thrown in every which direction. Yeah, the library was well, open. More than, more than anything, I, I've just been trying to figure out what to wear at Michael Bloomberg's funeral because Elizabeth Warren killed him. Yes! I was just so, like, I mean, I, I, we played the clips of it last night, but, like, Elizabeth Warren, I, I tweeted, like, she must have told her team she was going out there and coming back with World Star clips because yeah. she <laughs> came out winging immediately. World Star She clips. really did because she had some zingers that were really landing. Other people uh-uh. had some lines that just kind of failed mm-hmm. or they were, you know, they were countered really well. And all of the things that she had to say about Bloomberg, he had no answer for. Like, she really put well, him in his place. It was surprising to me because we've heard so much talk about, like, Michael Bloomberg's been doing all this preparing for the debates and all that. But, like, he also hasn't debated in a long time and people don't always tend to do well in their first debate. And, like, this was definitely an example of that. Michael Bloomberg uh, really just came off looking like a jackass. Yeah, and like in a moment when she was she was talking about him and his issues with women and uh, women having to sign non-disclosure agreements and how that is like a pervasive behavior that's you know always you know worked out poorly for women. He basically responded, "Well, you know, some women didn't like the jokes that I told," and, yeah. and it was like, "What?" Yeah, it's like that is not a response. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then everyone kind of brought up, I mean, stop and frisk was brought up almost immediately by uh, by Sanders. And then what what did you think of Bloomberg's response to that? Because that was kind of a side, like he didn't really address the issue at hand, which was what he, the, the actual remarks that he made about stop and frisk and why he implemented it by saying, oh, yeah, well, we go where the crime is and that's where the minorities are. He didn't really take accountability yeah. for that. <laughs> so his response was not an apology, right? It no. was just that. It was a response. However, uh, I, I think we're really going to see how this is affecting the voters uh, in the next poll when it comes out, because now we've had him in a debate. We've had a couple of different instances where comments of his have come back, like really shown that he's not who he's projecting himself to be. And I think when it comes to black voters and just overall voters as well, we're going to really see how this kind of performance and these kinds of stories are going to impact Michael Bloomberg, because there are three states on Super Tuesday where he's the number one candidate in polling. So we'll see. But I, I really don't think he did himself any favors. No. Well, it, I mean, I will say it was kind of mm-hmm. nice to see. Yes, there was a lot of shade being thrown, but there were also a couple moments where, you know, Warren seemed to back up Amy Klobuchar on the issue of not being able to remember the president of Mexico's name. And, you know, what does that say? Because she also 
before that was like, Amy Klobuchar's health care plan is a post-it note. So is that uncharacteristic to see somebody kind of supporting or backing up another candidate at this stage? Well, it's interesting because this is the main, one of the main criticisms that Elizabeth Warren has been getting is that she's running as like a unity candidate and it's not really helping her um, as we continue to kind of see her slip more and more in the poll. But that is on brand for Elizabeth Warren, right? Elizabeth yeah. Warren is a person who wants to bring everyone together and get everyone to, to be on the same page. And we will see how that will work in her presidency should she win. However, we do know that, like, Republicans have not been here for that in the past, um, especially when Barack Obama was president. So it'll be interesting to see. However, it is a good sign from the perspective of party unity. This was the most divisive uh, debate, probably the most, like, spicy uh, fight that they've had. However, it is going to be very important for Democrats to come back together once we do have a nominee, whomever that person might be. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Jarrett. We uh, appreciate your knowledge as always. And uh, what, and so what's the, when's the next one? Um, the next one will be next week. We have uh, another debate coming up. The, the caucus is in Nevada are this weekend. So right. okay. uh, you can check that out. And the new episode of the podcast, Santa, just came out this morning talking about Wendy Williams. So both of those things are oh, available for people. My. That's a good yeah. topic. I mean, yeah. what did she yeah. do now? Yeah. <laughs> what hasn't she done? What now? hasn't she done? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to definitely. So, Fanti is out now. You can listen to it. Uh, all things Wendy Williams. Thanks, Jarrett. <laughs> Bye, Jarrett. Of course. Man, yeah. I remember reading that when we were talking about Amy Hardwick, uh, Harwick mm-hmm. dying. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, right, I think it was before the show ended, it was like Wendy Williams being roasted for making a joke about Come On Down. And yeah. we were like, what? She's and it was such like a moron. the day that it had, like. She's, she, like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know if, like, her team has just abandoned her because I just don't understand how people, I mean, they have to be like, hey, okay, we're going to be a little sensitive about this. I mean, the fact that you have to tell a grown woman to be sensitive about, well, she probably also doesn't listen. No, she doesn't listen I, at She doesn't all. seem like somebody who's like, that's a great point. I'll mm-hmm. take it into consideration. No, but you watch no, no. those clips and you're like, this is so awkward. Yeah. And nobody's reacting well. And she just kind of sit, lets it sit well, and then moves on to the next Karma thing. will find a way to get her. She'll pass out again on the air like this Halloween or something. God's like, no. Yeah. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right, going to switch gears here a little bit on Drop the Subject. We will get to more debate coverage a little later on. But first, we thought it would be important to alert you of a new possible job market out there. I'm listening. All right. I'm Allie, by the way. That's Justin Martindale. It's Thursday, as Justin says. <laughs> and We're almost there, guys. We're, we're almost, almost we're there. Almost there. We believe in you and you've got this. <laughs> All right. We all are very, very aware that there's lots and lots of adult content on the Internet. Okay, Mm -hmm. a lot of people believe that's why it was invented. And it's it's usually free. It's very abundant. Just with the click of a button, Mm -hmm. you can be in adult movie paradise. Right. Mm hmm. But what about the people? I mean, Mm -hmm. I've heard. Right. But what about the people who are differently abled, and particularly the blind, who are not able to uh, to see some of the things that we see every day very easily on the internet. And that is why a new job has opened up, and there's an interview in Slate.com with this woman who her job is to describe porn to blind people. Siri, remind me to fill out an application. <laughs> I'm on Okay, it. you horn dog. Yes. That's a great job. Isn't it? So community service? 
I mean, and service <laughs> exactly. So here's what here's an example of what someone would say when describing a porno. Wait, uh, uh, okay. All right, ready. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The video begins with a small Latina with dirty blonde hair lying face down on a massage table with nothing but a small towel covering her ass. Uh, then describes another uh, person, black hair, lots of makeup, and squeezing a nice curvy figure into a tight blue dress. I have to excuse myself. <laughs> there aren't even any men in this yet. I mean, all Justin. it is is just a romance novel, but... But I'm sure it gets a little graphic. But I feel like like if you say things like member or so you know, yeah. it's always like Well, I wonder how throbbing. Because, it's like okay. Yeah. I, I just wonder how descriptive the language is and how eventually it just gets to the buzzwords that mm-hmm. are gonna make you you know What? Do they're gonna make you What? Do your the mm-hmm. when the man is standing at attention and then the mm. climax is happening with the moments of Liquids that are over. <laughs> Obviously, I'm perfect for this job. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to call you back, okay? Uh, we're, we're oh, gonna... okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? The voice was there, but the, the, the dialogue. We need more adjectives. I don't think the voice was there either. <laughs> uh, so... I think that would be great. I mean... You do it then. Well, where is it? Where am I looking right here? Uh, Do you want me to show you a video or what are you looking for? Let me read it. I'll read it like, I'll read it, I'll read it like, all right. Well, all right. So here's just a a little, this is just the the snippet here, but there's some other stuff. But, uh huh. The video begins with a small Latina with dirty blonde hair lying face down on a massage table (laughs) with nothing but a small towel covering her ass. I can't hear you. The voiceover for one video explains. Another describes an actress, black hair, lots of makeup, and squeezing a nice curvy <laughs> figure into a tight mood oh, dress. You know what? So I, you gotta, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, oh, yeah, daddy. Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what I think I'd be good at, is just it's the, the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like... I think I would be good at, like, you know, when they put people in the sound booth and they're like... like yeah. and, they, and they're like... They're like, I'd got be, tap yeah. shoes yeah, on yeah. a piece of wood. Yeah, I'd be like... And it's like, suddenly the stepdad walks in. (laughs) You kids studying for your finals? Clomp, 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 clomp. (laughs) Well, hold on. Let me show you something. But see, I get it for the blind, but how about the hearing impaired? Well, I guess then you can just watch and you... But see, I like dialogue in my porn. Uh, I I like a good, thorough storyline. Well, if you're going to take away one of the senses, would you rather not be able to see it or not be able to hear it? I'd not be able to smell it. <laughs> you don't want to be able to smell the, nope. the, the black black hair with lots of makeup and squeezing into a nice curvy figure into a tight blue dress? I mean, I've been there. <laughs> but yeah, no. I don't want to smell it. Well, the interview with this woman is fascinating because she said that... Uh, she did not have any experience with this prior to getting the job. She had just finished her PhD and Pornhub contacted her about being in this job. Mm-hmm. And she said, I really came at it more from the angle of my art history background because in art history, image description is essential. And one of the ways that we're asked to think about writing a description of a work of art is literally to describe it for someone who cannot see. So I had the experience in visual description and analysis. A work of art. Yeah. It really is. I mean, when you look at things like bait bus. What? <laughs> I know what bait bus is, I but mean, I mean, a they, work they're of not art. fooling anybody. And then you're like, this guy's blindfolded. And they're like, I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
It's like it's like uh, what's that? What's that movie with Sandra Sandra Bullock? Bird Box. Bird Box. Yes. <laughs> Bird Box bait bus. Bird, That's what I'm here for. Bird boxes, and yeah. that's the lesbian that version. That needs to be a new.com. Go to Bird Box. Do you want to gouge your eyes out? Go to birdbox.com. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we've got a lot of other stuff. Oh, news it or lose it. That's what's on deck. I got to get my headlines in order. You have some voting to do. Get your bell ready. Oh, bell's news ready, girl. News it or lose it is next. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Okay. You've got a bell, Justin. <clears throat> I have more than just a bell. I have dignity. And I and I have uh, three headlines and a dream. Mm. That means News It or Lose It is about to begin. All right, here's your first headline. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, moderate drinking may be more dangerous than you think. You know, as someone who likes the sauce, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to noose this. Okay. Uh, headline number two, Powerball ticket bought at East Bay Supermarket hits for $7 million. Only seven? Lose it. <laughs> and then finally, self-care subscription boxes are on the rise, and the wellness industry will mend your broken heart for a price. Oh, I'm here for this. Give it, yes, news it. Okay. All right, so we're going to learn about how moderate drinking may kill you. But and then, crystals. And crystals and crap. <laughs> we'll get to that next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, we're going to talk about moderate drinking and wellness kits, otherwise known as crystals and crap. Are you ready? Designers, the challenge begins now. <laughs> get Tim Gunn, get out of here. God, we get it. It's time for News It or Lose It, Tim. Sorry, but the judges are waiting. Okay, you know what? They're just going to have to keep waiting. Mm-hmm. We're on the air until two. Mm. Jeez. Make it work. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> I love that you're eating a granola bar while you say that. <laughs> well, because it's a, not a Tim Gunn impression without a granola mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, I always, that's what I always say. Mm-hmm. All right. How many... I'm going to play your doctor for a minute here, Justin. Okay, sure. So, would you consider yourself a moderate drinker, a heavy drinker, or a complete raging alcoholic? I'm going to say moderate, but my friends will say the latter. (laughs) (laughs) And how many drinks per week is that? Um... Your eyes just got wider. (laughs) You're like... (laughs) No, I can do... I mean... What's a drink? A glass of wine? A bottle of wine? A goblet of wine? A goblet? Um, I can do. I can probably do about 10 drinks a week. Oh, okay. okay. Give or take. That, that's not too bad. Uh, okay, so according to a study that was published last month by the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, mm-hmm. annual alcohol-related deaths, obviously, on the rise and mm-hmm. have doubled between 1999 and 2017. Yeah. Uh, and in 2017, alcohol played a role in 2.6% of deaths in the United States. But they are saying this is not just um, heavy, heavy, heavy drink or drinkers or people who would be classified as alcoholics. Mm-hmm. It says that... Uh, even moderate drinkers can be, even somebody who is a considers himself a moderate drinker can be much more harmful than a binge drinker who drinks once a month and then quits. Yeah, they're called amateurs. 
<laughs> it's inexperienced. I know. But they make a point where if you're going to not drink for a month and then you binge drink all yeah. weekend. Yeah, it's like sober October or like dry January and all right. that nonsense. Yes, but it says the CDC defines moderate alcohol consumption as up to one drink per day for women and up to two drinks per day for men. Yeah, Thanks ni- a lot, nice, you sexist yeah, CDC nice a-holes. Nice try, Midwest. <laughs> yeah, you tell, you tell like... Joe Schmo, who works in the mines, he can only have two beers. Yeah. Two buds, a week, a two Budweiser's. A day. A day. It's up to one one drink a day for women and two drinks a day per men. But if you save maybe if you save all of them up for the weekend. No, this isn't this is actually gonna be better. This isn't drink watchers. You don't get points. <laughs> yeah. I love bread and booze. Yeah. Oprah. <laughs> Is that so wrong? All right, yeah, let's no. move on to the next story. Okay. Here. So, self-care kits. Mm. They are on the rise. Um, and there are all kinds of different ones that are starting to make money off of people. And there's question as to whether or not they're legitimate. Uh, for example, Mend is one of the self-care apps. And it ranges anywhere between uh, $59.99 to $149.99 what? for some of these packages. What do you get in a package? Okay. So uh, here's an example of one of their ads. Our programs help menders feel better 58% faster. And this is uh, like there are specific packages for what you need. Feel like you again. Oh. It's a six month package. It's $16.66 a month. And you will be billed twice a year for that. And then there's COPE, which is three months. And that says, get out of your PJs. And then there's the one-year package, which is rebuild in life and in love. There's even a testimonial here. I went from being paralyzed with anxiety and fear to taking one breath at a time to thriving and being happy again. Your MEND program is a lifeline for me. And what was her name? Karen. Uh, Beth. No, but they they don't have a name for her, but they just have a picture. Oh, yeah. She looks like a Beth. She she Um, looks like somebody who was in her PJs for a while. Yeah. She's like... And it's weird because I smell like cats. Yeah, but like, how? What do you get in a box? I don't box? Even have any. You don't get a box. You get okay. A, so what is here's an there? example: a three hundred dollar breakup box. Get out of here. Includes a, a healing kit, which includes journals, candles, an affirmation book, pencils, and meditation recordings that are also available digitally. Should you not have a record player, three hundred dollar pencils. Right. Uh-uh. That, right. It says the kit is designed to bring yourself back to yourself. No, you're dying alone. Uh huh. Uh huh. A breakup retreat is another thing that people are offering for okay. a, a few thousand dollars. Ah, uh, lost me. Uh, the, they want to go. If, so anyone who wants to go full Monty in terms of spending money to heal your broken heart, Wait. there's a real life getaway experience, and it's a scientific and spiritual approach to healing the heart. But you're naked, so it's a naked like orgy. Retreat? Uh, That'll help you get back into things, right? Mm. But you know what would help all of this for a lot less cheaper? Drinking. Alcohol. Yeah. Right. Just drink. So alcohol is therapy for poor people. I think that's what we figured out. (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Just wanted to let you know of a way that you can go to Miami. Oh, can you tell me, please? I'd love to go to Miami. Justin? Yes. Go to wearechannelq.com. Okay. Enter... The National Flyaway Contest. Sure. Because if you win, here's what you get. You and a beautiful friend. Gorgeous friend. even an average friend. Horse face friend. (laughs) Go and fly coach. No. um, Oh, God. Middle seats. (laughs) You're getting middle seats. Mm. Um, 
on a beautiful airline. I'm I'm assuming it doesn't say which airline here, but you're going to fly to Miami Beach. You're going to be put up in a hotel. You're going to be given VIP weekend passes to the big Pride weekend, April 3rd, 4th and 5th. It's a huge Miami Beach Pride Festival weekend and you get open bar access. Bye. Okay. Champagne brunch. Two words. Champagne brunch before the parade. All are welcome to attend. Of course, it's a free Oceanside celebration. This is all presented by Celebrity Cruises. It's going to be super funsies. So go to wearechannelq.com and enter to win now before it's too late. Uh, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? All right. What are you watching right now, Justin Martindale, on your on your little or big TV? Well, now that my glaucoma's kicked in, I haven't really watched a lot of things. I have a, uh, an interpreter telling me. Uh, well, oh, no. It no for I, you. Oh, I was just going back to the blind um, porn thing. All right. It's <laughs> season one of One Day at a Time. <laughs> oh, God. The reboot? <laughs> no, actually, I'm watching right now. I finished Sabrina, which was really fun because I love watching cheerleaders say Hail Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, I did lo- you watch Cheer? I did watch Cheer. Uh, I love Cheer because I'm from Texas and I might have been a Texas cheerleader as well. Were you? Oh, um, let's see. And what, what were you? Were you a, uh, I don't know the positions. Are there positions? I yeah. don't know anything. Okay. Yeah. Were you a base? Were you a jumper? Are those the positions? I was a, um, a dominant, uh, mascot. <laughs> yeah. I, I won the best mascot in the state of Texas. Humble brag. You did? Yep. What was your mascot costume? I was the cougar. Oh, do you have pictures? They're out there. Yes! Just Google it. Stuff comes up. I want to see that. Um, And then uh, I'm watching right now, I'm watching Lock and Key, uh, Stephen King's son's... uh, Oh, is that his son's thing? There are a lot of Stephen King-themed things out there right now. Um, Castle Rock is Castle Rock I finished. I love season two of Castle Rock. Did I I tell you about that? I think I told you about that. Maybe you did. Lizzie Kaplan is my jam. I love her. Annie Wilkes. Yeah, and Annie Wilkes and Misery and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Um, but Lock and Key, my wife started getting into, it's and cute. she, yeah, she was like, "There's this new really great." Show. What she does is she'll start watching something, and then mm-hmm. when I get home, she wants to continue watching it and not mm. change it. So she tries to explain it to me in a really fun way to get me invested in it. See, that's how it happens. So I'll walk in, and she'll be like, "I just started watching this great show. It's called Lock and Key. So there's all these keys, right? And then they lock in different things, and then they have different powers." And I was like, "I don't, yeah. I don't care." It's very nerdy. If you're into like nerd suspense, which I am, or horror, then yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely your show. Um, Shit's Creek is what I've been watching. Yeah, Shit's Creek is flawless. I've all been, I've been into the new season. Every season is good. Yeah, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of the new season because I'll just wait. Well, um, I know it's the last one, and I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think many people. I think because of subscription services now, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people who will watch something the day that it comes out unless it's something like. The Masked Singer, or, you know, there's going to be spoilers if you don't watch it. Um, but we were talking about why that show is even, like, why is it in his last season? Like, we were talking about Friends and how <clears throat> Friends was in 10 seasons, and this show is so awesome, and every season has been great, well, so why uh, is it getting canceled? Because I feel like, and what I what I kind of appreciate and respect about series like Schitt's Creek is that... The journey, they understand the journey and they don't need to, to, to keep it going and keep it going and keep it going. And then having people be like, well, season eight was way worse than season five. You know, it's like they want to tell the story, mm. have the journey. We get to know the characters. We get to be a part of it. And then it's over. Mm. So it's like a little it's a relationship. It's not like it's like remember True Blood. With yes. Anna Paquin? Like the first two, three seasons were awesome. And then like the rest of them, you're like, what? 
is this? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like RuPaul's Drag Race. We're like on season 12 now, and it's just like, these bitches doing? don't know how to sew still? <laughs> And All Stars Five apparently is moving to Showtime now, oh, which is that upsets, I just saw that, which is set a lot stupid. of people. Yeah. Well, and then you know if something does go away, there's always the reboot that happens. There's inevitably. always a reboot. I'm just looking. I just put in the word reboot on uh, Google News. Uh, Planet of the Apes reboot. Okay. Making the Band reboot. Nah. Saved by the Bell reboot. I know. I saw that. Uh, Mighty Ducks reboot. Nope. Um, I mean, this list just goes on. A reboot of reboot of the Saint. Are you kidding? Oh, the Val Kilmer. Like that wasn't even a huge like that movie. Wait, we got a a reboot a judge over. Oh, here. <laughs> drop the subject. The new Channel Q, and that was a song called Hideaway, ladies and gentlemen. Which, by the way, I love that song. What happened to her? She only had one song, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. We'll have to do a. Where are they now? Hideaway, yeah. Yeah, with Hideaway. I love that song so much. It's a good one. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie. Justin Martindale over Yo. there. People can follow Justin Martindale at... Justin Martindale. Wow. Imagine that. On Instagram, follow me if you want to see my Britney Spears in the zone live experience from last night where I gave him hell. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> sure did. I can't wait to show my wife. She I, she will definitely want to go to that and mm-hmm. I want to go as well. Um, even though I'm anti a lot of pop music sometimes... I've always loved Britney Spears. Yeah, she's I've great. seen her. She's one of the only people I've seen multiple times in concert and been like, yep, I'll go again. Oh, she's one of the people that I've seen in, in concert and have been like, yep, not singing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't expect her to. No, nope, she's dancing. That's asking too much. I don't want to push <clears throat> that on her. Well, now she just kind of like hobbles around like a St. Bernard with, a te- uh, with like a teaspoon of peanut butter in its mouth. Yes, but I'm still so attracted to her. Okay, well, she's hot. She is. If you're into that. All right. Let's get, speaking of hot, the debate last night was hot, (laughs) hot, hot. Um, There were a lot of sparks flying. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of shade being thrown. Mm -hmm. So we thought now would be a good time to kind of go through some of the shadier moments of the evening because there were a lot of great one-liners. There were a lot of great digs. And so we thought we'd kind of go through some of those and you've got your shade button ready. Oh, it's ready to go. So after the line, I'll, I'll, if it's, if it's, if it's shade worthy, you'll let, I'll let you know. Can we get a preview of the shade sound or Uh, do you want to save it? Let's save it. Okay. All right. Because it's, I love it. All right. We're going to start with Pete Buttigieg who Mm -hmm. had a lot to say last night and basically accused Bernie Sanders of not being a Democrat. So we'll start there. Most Americans don't see where they fit if they've got to choose between a socialist who thinks that capitalism is the root of all evil and a billionaire who thinks that money ought to be the the root of all power. Let's put forward somebody who actually lives and works in a middle-class neighborhood in an industrial Midwestern city. Let's put forward somebody who's actually a Democrat. Look... And that was it right there. Hold, re- hold on. Ready? I am ready. <laughs> Shade. Shade. All right. Here is the next one. The next one is about Elizabeth Warren calling out Mike Bloomberg on non-disclosure agreements, of which he has several. Mm. And he was kind of saying, well, women love working for my company. Uh, we've been voted second best company. And everyone, you know, why would we get that if people weren't so happy being there? And she basically called him out. Aww. Don't see where they... F- Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let's just... did it do Give me your shade. Oh, no. Oh, no. The show's falling apart. Oh. Here we go. 
He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements, both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? We have a very few non-disclosure agreements. How, how many Let is Let me that? finish. How many is that? None of them accuse me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And let me just put, and let me put, there's an agreement speech. Oh, so that was major shade. That was major shade. Like, and, and he had also, no answer no, for that it. That wasn't even shade. That was just, you're a creeper. Yeah. <laughs> I made a few jokes that women didn't like. So pretty much it was involving like. Mm-hmm. Sexual things, I'm grabbing, sure. Grabbing them by the pee? Yeah. Or, There's just or too many parallels S here. S and the D, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, but it's like, oh, they just didn't like my joke. What? Yeah. And he seems so unsure of himself when he, he was talking. He is. He's a billionaire he running for like, office. Uh, 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 all right, let's move on to Bloomberg, because Bloomberg had a moment of his own where he basically called some of the people on the stage communists. Okay. I can't think of a ways that would make it easier for Donald Trump to get reelected than listening to this conversation. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're not going to throw out capitalism. We tried that. Other countries tried that. It was called communism, and it just didn't work. So, everyone got so mad. I think whoa, I just, whoa, I, I think whoa, I want whoa, Elizabeth whoa. Warren going, whoa, whoa like she did a whoa, full whoa. Blossom Joey. Whoa. Whoa. Everyone was like, don't use the C word, yeah. you creep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other C word. <laughs> it is. All right. Now we're going to move on to a moment, a long moment that Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar had with each other because uh, Amy Klobuchar was called out by a uh, about not remembering the name of the Mexican president of the United States, to which she apologized and had a very awkward like... Hola, Mr. President. I'm sorry I forgot your name. And then Pete Buttigieg began to grill her. You're on the committee that oversees border security. You're on the committee that does trade. You're literally in uh, part of the committee that's overseeing these things. And we're not able to speak to literally the first thing about the politics of the country you, to ourselves. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb? Or oh. are you mocking me here, Pete? I'm I saying that you shouldn't trivialize I made that an error. People sometimes forget names <laughs> I mean did you hear the tremble in her voice are you saying are that you, I'm dumb like before Pete? like dragon wings yes. come out of her <laughs> yes and then her name was Klobuchar <laughs> from the caves she came from the other Klobuchars <laughs> before her <laughs> and then Elizabeth Warren came to her rescue. I am the one, not you, that has won statewide in congressional district after congressional district. Okay, so she's back. I Can I just no. defend Senator Klobuchar really for a minute? This is not right. I understand that she forgot a name. It happens. It happens to everybody on this stage. So that was very nice to have a woman helping a woman. Of course, that I was know. after she called Amy Klobuchar's health care plan a post-it note, which we will get to a little yeah. later. But I um, wanted to hear like like just a woman standing up for another woman. I want to hear like fight song in the back start playing like a small boat. <laughs> like, this is my fight. Like, I was like, that was yeah. a moment. In their Fist in the suits. air. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Nice. Women, mm. unite. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. 
And uh, you got to turn my mic on there, buddy. Oh. Thanks a lot. Should I cue up the shade button again? Yes, yes, you should. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have time, so I just did it with my mouth. That was If great. I had a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are so many soundbite-worthy things. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to give a warm welcome to at Cotter34Ashley. Hey. On Twitter. You have followed us. Boom. Followed you back. Look at that. That's how fast that works. That's how easy it is. Uh, At DTS Show. If you're not following us already, highly recommend that you do. And you can do so on Instagram as well. I mean, I hate to say it, Allie. We're kind of a thing. We're kind of a thing. Yeah. And you can also follow Justin Martindale at Justin Martindale. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just going to keep the Britney train a rolling. Oh, can we? Or the Britney plane a rolling. Oh, God. I'm not ready. Because it's time for Gay Gay Cray Cray. Oh. Oh. His arms went up to the side, and now he's taking off an imaginary jacket. (laughs) There's a lot of popping and locking going on right now. Uh, I was kind of sad that there wasn't a You Drive Me Crazy uh, photo op in the experience last night. Yeah. Like a nice diner with just Melissa Joan Hart Uh, working it. She's like, like, actually there. She's like, well, this is it. And you're like, oh, Melissa Joan Hart, get out of here. What's wrong with your eye? Oh. Oh. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's talk about, it's Gay Gay Cray Cray time. This is mm-hmm. something we do every Thursday. I'm going to share a story about a couple doing something a little unconventionable. Conventionable. Sure. And then you are going to guess whether it's a gay couple or just a crazy hetero couple. It could be either. Exactly. Okay, that's, that's the point of the oh, game. got it, got it. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about a couple who got divorced. They got divorced on television on a court show following dispute over their different views on Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Mm -hmm. They, of course, have been notoriously feuding in public. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj have. Mm -hmm. And the couple has been arguing about this so much that it has now led to a divorce. Mm. In a recent episode of the reality TV show Divorce Court... Um, a couple that has been married for two years mm-hmm. after dating for two and a half years mm-hmm. went on the show and uh, one of them, I can't give you names because it's going to give it away. Okay. One of them is a Cardi B fan. The other is a Nicki Minaj fan. The Cardi B fan said that their silly feud merely worsened their underlying relationship issues. You know, when you have disputes and arguments over female rappers, it really does shed light on the real issues at hand. You know, Allie, this reminds me of the time, it was a fashion week not too long ago, Mm -hmm. that I was working with E, and I had mentioned, it was right when uh, uh, Nicki Minaj threw her shoe at Cardi B, Yeah, yeah, and I said something like, oh, you know, Nicki Minaj looks great, or something like that, and people just came (gasps) after me, they're like, how dare you, it's Cardi all the way, no, it's Nicki, no, it's Cardi. Okay, so this is, this is something that you're familiar with. Yeah. So then does that lead you in the gay direction? No, I'm going to say this is a straight up heterosexual couple with they're just bored. I don't think a gay couple would get on TV and like admit this in divorce. That's a good point because I think that when you think of a reality court TV show, you Mm -hmm. think of like straight white. Backcountry people. No, I think this is a husband who has a has the hots for either Cardi or Nikki, and the wife has um, is either a Nikki huge fan, uh-huh. and I think that's where the clash is. I think that's where the trust is. I think when they're making love, he sees either Nikki or Cardi, oh. and doesn't see her for the true queen that she is. Oh. 
So I'm going to say this is a straight-up crazy heterosexual couple. All right, let me just give you a couple more details. The show's judge, Lynn Toller, asked in disbelief on the show whether the couple's separation really began with just a disagreement over the two rappers. One admitted that they view the other as ungrateful and a disrespectful partner who then got in the other's face while the two argued about the rappers. But the person tried to defend themselves that were, you know, they got then got in a fight on the court show um, and they said, yes, this did all start out of disrespect over each other's differing views on the rappers. Uh, so the one of them specifically said, you're going to be rude your whole life. So I believe they are getting divorced. And uh, we have the segment as well. I don't think we have the audio here right now, but there the full episode is available if you want to watch it. But the question is, gay, gay, or cray, cray? And you are going cray, cray. I'm going cray, cray all the way, way. Oh, <laughs> All right. Interesting choice. The answer is get the music queued up again jesse you failed to turn my mic on when we got back on the air it's the least you could do this couple consists of a man and a man no they are gay gay Dante and DeAndre Lee Parts. Oh, damn it. Dante and DeAndre. Yeah. And DeAndre? Yeah. There's a, oh, you know, man. they look nice in court, They but they do look That's... like two guys who would probably get really, really upset but if something like this happened. But like, Dante and DeAndre mm, yeah. on court TV. I know. I know. Damn it. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? What a letdown. Well, we actually have a little bit of a part two on Gay Gay Cray Cray. Okay. Because there is a vampire couple doing something unconventional. I'm listening. And we do have audio for that. That's next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Ah, yes. This is what it feels like. Allie Johnson. Justin Martindale. Drop the subject. You know, if you've missed anything, I highly recommend you check out the podcast. Because you've missed a lot. You've gotten a lot of sound (laughs) drops. You've gotten a lot of shade sound drops, specifically. That was a treat for you. Okay, but you're going to have to go back and listen to the podcast if you want to hear the background of it all. And that is Drop the Subject wherever you find your podcast. We just are fresh off of Gay Gay or Cray Cray. Yeah. You uh, you got it wrong. I'm highly disappointed about that, by yeah. the way. But I thought we would also take this opportunity to highlight a Cray Cray couple. A, yes. a straight Cray Cray couple that is just doing something a little unconventional. And I want to get your thoughts on it, Justin. Sure. This is a couple who, they're wedding planners, which I already think is a crazy job to want to have a couple that is a wedding they're married and wedding planners that work together yes okay they're great great yeah okay yeah, because i think that being a wedding planner is one of the most notoriously stressful and cray cray jobs and then to also do that with your partner oh. and bring that cray cray into your personal life yeah 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 you there's a lot going on there yeah and then there's some more that we'll get to with this couple in particular we are specialized wedding planners. And we also happen to be vampires. Oh, yes, okay. I'm in, I'm in, I'm yeah. in. Uh, They're wedding planners that are vampires. I don't know what the market's like, uh, how big it is. This is the erotic fiction I've been waiting for. <laughs> My name is Logan South, and I'm the king of the Vampire Court of Austin. Oh, uh, and 
they're Texan vampires? Yeah. <laughs> and when you just declare yourself the vampire king of the court of Austin, oh. are there a lot of other vampires who have to vote on that? Or is that just something you say and it happens? No, I think there's a whole underground Texan court of vampires <laughs> and I need to be initiated immediately. Uh. And I'm the queen of the vampire court of Austin. Uh. The wedding is the most important day of our couple's lives. I love that the sound designer's like No, but it's also like we need some uh we need some ABC family Halloween. The 31 nights of horror. Yeah. The stakes are so high, it's really important that you don't crumble under pressure. Did you get that? So we met When the stakes are high, oh. don't crumble. Mm-hmm. Like, the sun hits them, they get it. Oh, the crumble one the was crum- a stretch When for the me. sun hits them, they crumble. Yeah, exactly. When the stakes are high. Hey, too soon, buddy. Mm-hmm. God. We met in 2010 uh, when he moved here uh, back to Austin from Dallas. Mm. Yeah, so uh, my question is that have you ever been interested, legitimately interested in vampire studies? If you dated somebody, this is sort of like a a reprisal of the game yesterday, if you ever dated somebody who then, you know, you were falling for them and then all of a sudden they kind of came out and they were like, by the way, I like to drink blood, I'm super into vampires, will you be my vampire king in our court of Austin? What do you do? Um, I'm gonna... I need to say something. Oh. I have been compared to a vampire. Really? A lot. I actually played a vampire in the high school production of Dracula. I played Dracula. I was awesome. I've also dressed up like Robert Pattinson maybe about three or four times in Twilight for Halloween. Really? Glitter included. Really? Um, I don't I, think you needed to say that. Uh-huh. Um, if somebody came up to me and said, I'm a vampire, I drink blood, I'd be like, eh, no. But if Not they, that kind of vampire. But if they were like, right, if they were like smoldering with like a hidden past and they're like, I'm 430 years old, but they look like they're 25, 26, mm, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was said 25, 26, but you know, because they never <laughs> age, whatever. But they were like, I'm an energy vampire. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But what if they started asking you? Because sometimes this stuff is like a gateway. Like mm-hmm. they'll start with just, hey, you know, I'm into spooky things and I like wearing capes. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I'm going to put this glitter on. And you're like, great. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I'm going to take out this vial and then I'm going to drink it. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh. Yeah. But, you know, it's like Scientology where well, they're kind like of like there's rings of. <laughs> being a Jolie sibling. Yeah. Exactly. And then before you know it, you're drinking blood and you're sleeping in a coffin and you become a partner and partner, you know, wedding planning vampire duo. So hot. But does the fog machine come with you wherever you go? Yes. Okay, then I'm in. Okay, perfect. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. And we are back. Justin Martindale here with Miss Allie. Hello. How are you doing okay? How are you hanging in there? I'm good. I'm starving. And Me I feel too. like I've been uh, playing catch up every break that we've had and I haven't even had a chance to order you breakfast. I know. I promised it at the beginning of the show. It's okay. We only have an hour and nine minutes left. That's fine. And we're both just sitting here like hungry idiots. As a gay man in West Hollywood, I rely on just my stomach acid to get me through the day. <laughs> Are you... I'm going to quickly tell you, you about tell how us? to win. Huh? Can you tell? Well, I was going to say, can okay. you tell me yes. how to win a trip to Miami I for will, Pride? For God's sake. <laughs> oh my God, stop screaming, woman. Ugh, if you want to be in Miami Beach over Pride weekend, it's very exciting. You're going to get VIP access. I'm told there's a lot of celebrities there. In other words, celebs. That's what they call them. Okay. April 3rd through the 5th. 
You can head on over to WeAreChannelQ.com and enter to win. It's a flyaway national contest, and it's a chance to experience the best of Miami Beach pride. We will fly you and a friend to a beautiful... The beautiful Miami Beach will set you up in a hotel. We're going to give you two VIP weekend passes. You're going to get an open bar experience. You're going to be sipping cocktails. You're going to be having a champagne brunch before you go to the parade. Very exciting. So go to wearechannelq.com and enter to win for that. All are welcome. It's a free Oceanside celebration, all presented by Celebrity Cruises. Cruises? Cruises. Oh, God. I wish I could go. Can I go? I mean, I mean, I work. You've also very much offered yourself up as the plus one, so I think that that's did aggressively volunteer as tribute. Yeah, (laughs) you did. I full on Katniss Everdeen that gay gay tribute. Yep. Now I'm going to dress up as her. I want to I want to change the topic to something important. Uh, Children, which I don't say a lot. A lot of people want children, can't have children, so they go for the next best thing, which is adoption. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is an interesting story about how a white evangelical family, stay with me. Oh, God. A white evangelical family could... This is far from Miami Beach already. It's very, very far. A a white evangelical family could dismantle adoption protections for native children. So in June 2016, a 10-month-old Navajo and Cherokee boy were placed in the home of a white evangelical couple in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh. Right next to the vampire marriage people. Been, been, been to Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. The baby had been taken from his Navajo mother who left the oh. reservation and was living in Texas because of her drug use. Oh, which is a huge problem yes. in uh, in Native American communities. Yes. Uh, the foster couple, Jennifer and Chad Breckin, <laughs> an anesthesiologist, a former civil engineer, were self-conscious about their material success. The New York Times reported and told the paper that fostering a child was a way to rectify their blessings. The next year, the Breckin were temporarily held back in their plans to adopt the boy when under the provisions of the Indian Child Welfare Act, excuse me, the Navajo tribe located a, another native family unrelated to the boy to take him in. So the Brackeens filed a federal lawsuit. He had already been taken from his first home and now it would happen again. So kind okay. of seems catch-22. Yeah. And the only explanation is that we don't have the right color of skin. So how do we explain that to our own children? We've done nothing but sign up to do good, Jennifer Breckin told The Times. So Jennifer and her husband, Chad. Yes. So it was interesting because this cultural difference that a family's fitness is determined by its wealth and that those concerns should outweigh a child's connection to their family and heritage is essential why the Indian Child Welfare Act was created in 1978. The law recognizes the history of federal policy aimed at breaking up native families and mandates that whenever possible native families should remain together so i see you see both sides of it yeah because you're like yeah yeah it's like the child should be i mean i feel like the child should be wherever first but first priority is with its native family you think so well i think that if it's a fit family then yes you definitely want that but if but if the better if if the better situation for the child's mental health and for their physical health and their overall well-being is with a different family that's not of their heritage, mm-hmm. yeah, that's tough. Because so, we've talked about adoption before. Right. My, my wife is adopted, and we've talked about, um, you know, if we would adopt, if so, who would we adopt? Because there are a lot of studies that are done on this kind of thing, and um, a lot of adopted children that are from other countries that are people of color and then are adopted by white families— mm-hmm. They, 
it's it's tough for them because they need to learn about their own heritage and their own culture. And it's kind of also falls on the family to make sure and to teach that side of their background that they wouldn't otherwise learn in that household. Well, this is being they're trying to overturn the ICWA and they're saying that it's unconstitutional. And if overturned, the repeal of ICWA could upend a law in place for more than 40 years. So it is I I see it where it's like a, a child needs to be loved. And I think it's up to those adoptive parents to teach that child their cultural and heritage because I feel like if they're just getting tossed to another Native American family and it sounded like they had drug problems before, right. are you just, we're just, oh, their color, their skin, and their heritage, but I mean... What, I, but if it's a broken home it's, and it's, a, it's right, an unhealthy environment, right. yeah, I think ultimately the environment should be a healthy environment. What's best for the child is what should matter, not the color or the skin or the heritage. Well, I mean, it's like the lesser of two evils, mm-hmm. right? So, But then people get into the whole white saviorism where it's like the... I'm the, helping the, like the evangelical white couples... Like, we have to help all of the, you know, which has its pluses and minuses as well. Interesting stuff. It is an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff that we talk about all the time. All right. We're going to get into a game. All right. It's another music On that game. note. On that note, we're going to have a little fun here and drop the subject. So we're going to get to that next. Don't go anywhere. Returns right after this. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Whew. Are you ready? Oh, honey. She was born ready. I am not ready. I know. I I was saying this over the break. I said I I'm I love you, but I'm gonna kick your ass. You are. Yeah. I'm not uh, challenging you on that in any way. <laughs> I. You're like a weak service animal that just rolls over to get robbed. Yeah, I'm just like, nah. <laughs> just do your worst. Or it's like, what what the hell, yeah. Frankie? The whole house has been robbed, and I'm like, nah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but he gave good rubs. Oh. Yeah. Um, back back with Drop the Subject with Allie and Justin. We are going to get real. Mm-hmm. We're going to play our own version, a game, if you will, of uh, Name That Tune. Yes, Jesse has put together 10 songs, and um, they are all... The, it's the last 10 years of the best song Grammy For winners. Grammys, yes. Yes, and I... I'm turn my volume up. So I, I will just this. say that I not... I can usually identify and also sing along with a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible with titles. Mm-hmm. So, Jesse, just just to clarify before we get started, we are going to you're going to play a song clip. We're going to both ding the bell, the first person that recognizes the song, and then we say the song title. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if we can't get and then but if we say if we ding the bell and then can't do the song title, another person has a chance to steal, right? Yep. Okay. Correct. Let's get to it. I got my hand okay, on the buzzer. First song. Here we go. First song. Oh! You got that it. That was me. That's Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. You're right. Yep, yep, yep. One yep. to zero. One to zero. I'm one bad guy. Yep, there she is. There she is. Are you not giving the rest? <laughs> no. <laughs> no like, beat drop. Just, okay. No. Jesse's really great at playing almost the clip that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to the second one. Ready? This is oh, this is uh, this is America. This is this is America by Charles Gambino. This is America. Yeah. Haha. I was very mad. That was we we touched hands. We did touch hands. That was a nice moment. I've never touched hands with a horse face lesbian. <laughs> well, I have. <laughs> All right. Next song. That's my card. line. Oh, Justin got, I got it. A Oh, oh, oh. oh, strawberries and uh, strawberries and cream. Oh God! Oh no. no! That's why I like it. That's why I, li- I like it. You lost your chance. I did lose my chance. Okay, that's Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Is that's it- what I like. Ah, 
that's what I like. Lucky for you, that's See, what I, I like. See, I mixed the two songs together. You did. That's Damn okay. Damn it. Okay, so it's two to one. <sighs> You're losing. I know. Here's the, here's the next one. <laughs> Hello by Adele. You're right. <laughs> I was like, I know, like, a, I know a white woman when I hear one. <laughs> it's just, don't. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. All right. That's all you need. You brought it back. You brought mm. it back. Two to two. Here. When your legs don't work that's me. like they used to uh, That's Ed Sheeran. And that's, um, oh God, Ed Sheeran. When your legs don't work like you used when to When your legs like, don't work. When your legs. Um, when your hips lie. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. See, I would have called that 17. That's all I know. That's the only word I know. I'm a redhead singing about 17. (laughs) All right, next song. I got it. Stay With Me by Sam Smith. You're a bad game. Bad game. Uh, it's hard under pressure. It is, and it is because you can ding the bell and you can't remember so, what the name of the damn song is. Do we have a score? I'm. It's four to zero. It's four to two. <sighs> so I'm four two nine. behind. Four to Brian, two. This is going to be um, 2014's song of the year. This is okay. Okay. So we, wait. So we've gone from 2010. No, this has been. It was 2020 with Billie Eilish. Oh, 2020 was Billie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That would make no sense. That Billie. Uh, she'd be like seven years old. Uh, all right. Let's do the next one. That's Lord um, Royals. Yes! All right, four to three, four to three. That was, uh, ugh. I got it, I got it, that's me. That's fun, and it's, uh, give me a second, I um, I need to get my story straight. Um, oh, damn it, what is it called? Oh, how unfortunate. Uh, is it We Are Young? So we're yeah. tied up. All right, we're tied up now. What is the score now? Five to five? Four, four. Four, four. Okay. All right, yeah. All right, four, okay. four. Here we go. Uh, oh! Adele, rolling in the deep? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, that sounded like her. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Two Adele's yeah. make a right. Two Adele's make a right. <laughs> uh, okay, now it's five. Hey, sorry, Mr. Cole. Lady Adele, needs you now. Damn it. Damn it. Now, this is going to get into ones that I don't know, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right, so we should definitely... Okay, so it's six to five. Oh, oh God, what a good song. Mm, nice. Nicely done. That is a good. That was a solid yeah. song. And here is the last one from 2010. It, it's a pretty easy one. I'm sure you'll get it. <laughs> ah! Ow! Mm-hmm. Single ladies by Beyonce. Damn it! Damn it! Single ladies. the subject the new channel q all right that's correct drop the subject is here we're both queer ali and justin uh, well I, there's that yeah there's that it's yeah. right there just so, let it hang just let it be be you boo <laughs> <laughs> um you're so pretty um okay we had our debates last night we've covered them at length but if you missed anything i know you know we didn't get to everything all the points that were made all the topics that were covered with climate change there was a lot there was a lot and you know some people don't even care to watch the entire thing they really just want to get the highlights they have they have families to take care of they have bills to pay they don't have Mm -hmm. a lot they may not even have cable they have cat videos to watch i mean there are a lot more 
enticing things on the internet than yeah. watching the, the debates in their entirety. Yeah. But we should, so we wanted to give you a fun way to ingest what happened last night. Because this is the real, this is the real highlights that you deserve that you didn't know you needed until now on Channel Q. There were a lot of um, spicy moments, mm-hmm. a lot of digs, a, a lot of shade, mm-hmm. a lot of jokes. So we figured, A lot of tongue popping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. So we thought we would give you all the debate highlights, Mortal Kombat style, yeah. or what I like to call Mortal Combates. I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. It's not a plan, it's PowerPoint. And Amy's plan is even less. It's like a post-it note. Insert plan here. What a wonderful country we have. The best-known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What I miss here? Round two. I have an idea of how we can stop sexism on the internet. We could nominate a woman for candidate for president of the United States. (laughs) I must say I take personal offense since post-it notes were invented in my state. (laughs) Sub-Zero. I'm more more of a Microsoft Word guy. It's maybe it's a time for the working class of this country to have a little bit of power in Washington rather than your billionaire campaign contributors. Uh, All right, look, first of all, I know. Are you trying to say that I'm dumb, or are you mocking me here, Pete? Mocking me? Mocking me? Mocking me? Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements? Ooh, Oh, flawless victory. (laughs) Oh, that was so dope. Yeah, we'll definitely put that on the interwebs in some form of an audiogram so that you can ingest that for yourselves. <sighs> Share, like, please do, because a lot of work went into that. Yeah, and Klobuchar's a nerd. <laughs> I'll have you know that post-its, post-its were invented in my state. Yeah, I was like, that's the most Romy and Michelle thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still didn't know, even after watching that movie a thousand times. We invented post-its. Actually, I'm Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> Get out of here, Klobuchar. Go, go Away. She's like the cat, uh, the Cameron Manheim in the movie. Get out of here, Toby. Oh yeah, get out of here. But she Toby. doesn't say get out of here. No. So. Oh yeah, she says f off. Mm-hmm. F off, Toby. Uh, all right, that is that. We will put that out online, like I said, and uh, so follow at DTS Show so you can get your own copy now. Get today, it's free. Um, News or lose, it's next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. <laughs> oh. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah. You had your fun, Patty. <laughs> now it's time for Justin to have his. I'm ready. I love that you write these headlines on a whiteboard, by the I way. I like to write them out. I'm traditional. Aw, I like the physical format. <laughs> <laughs> I like remembering letters. <laughs> All right, your stories are, if you want to news it, you know the drill. I do. I do. Yeah, okay, I've heard, yeah. All right, all right. Number one. Jars of preserved tongues <gasps> found under Florida home. Cool. Right? Undercover tongues. Love it. Mm. Embarrassed dad stuck with a permanent erection after surgery. Mm. Interesting, but no. Oh. <laughs> you don't... See, I read Embarrassed Dad and I was in. That's yeah. all. I didn't even need to hear the rest of it. No, I, I, I think that's just what it is, is I don't need to hear the rest of it. But he's embarrassed. 
<laughs> you know what? You make a good point. Okay, news it. Yes. All right. Viral video of a subway commuter goes viral for singing shallow. Mm, I think there's a lot of things that go viral in a subway, and I'll find out more mm. about this ah, one. You're you three for three. three. After you strong armed me into that second story. So, news it or lose it starts next. Three. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Total sidebar. I just looked up at the TV and saw Warren comes out. Swinging at rivals. Oh, I was like, God. oh my God, she what fi- now? Oh. I wouldn't be that surprised, though. Uh, I, I like women. <laughs> I love horse face. No. I've got a plan for that. I've got a plan for that. Well, if you're back, you are, and you are back, uh, welcome back uh, with Allie and Justin. This, I mean, <laughs> shit. We're just going to start. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just at that late. Yeah, we'll bleep that out. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it was bound to happen. Three hours. We got and three hours minutes. and three minutes, and yeah. I'm starving, running on stomach acid. I did. Um, I did put the order in for your breakfast, which is now lunch, and I'm going to go not, pick it up uh, in the next commercial. So we're going to get into news or lose it. You newsed all three of my stories. The first one being uh, jars of tongues found beneath the Gainesville home where research uh, were research specimens. Police say Ronald Bauman, an oral pathologist and professor emer- emeritus at the University of Florida moved out of his home in 1992, but he left something behind. Couple of tongues. On Monday, police in Gainesville said it turned up beneath a house, which is ex-wife still owns. The woman was hoping to have some work done on the home which is built onto the side of a hill so a contractor went into a crawl space. It's always a crawl space. Yeah. Ever since Parasite came out. <laughs> went into Maybe a, crawl a couple space. years before that too, but no, yeah. Mm. Chief Inspector for the Gainesville Police Department said soon enough the contractor was back in the fresh air calling 911 because they found... A half dozen plastic gallon-sized jars containing human tongues. Oh, that's not so many. And Oh, but the dates labeled back to the 1960s. Whoa! It's a lot of dated tongues. <laughs> he was doing some research before he arrived at the university. Detectives learned that the professor had planned to get them back as part of a thyroid and neck condition thing that he was working on, but never had time and ultimately forgot about them, so they waited in the crawl space to be found. Mm. It's almost unpalatable. It was a... Mm. <laughs> Finish her. <laughs> Finish her. He decided to put them there because it was a cool place to put them, cool as in temperature. So... Oh. So there was many jars and some specimens of animals, um, but it shows that he, he's fine. No one's going to get anything into trouble. This, the medical examiner's office in Alchua County has taken the tongues to run tests. They're tracking down paperwork that should show the origin of the tongues. Exactly how many tongues are unknown. Huh. Campos, one of the police said, one of the jars the police opened contained several tongues. And they finished it with, we didn't open them all. Ah. Well, you know, it's kind of a, that's actually a happy Florida story. Like, tongues were found, but there was no foul play. But I mean, tongues were found. I mean, yeah, tongues were found. Yeah. But tongues were found because of science experiments. But what kind of science experiments? Yeah. I think there's an underlying story here that we're like, oh, I was doing research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the old research. All right, this is the one, the story that I made you choose, just because yes. it started off with embarrassed dad. Okay. And it'll finish with embarrassed dad. <clears throat> yeah, I feel bad. It's a Scottish dad. He says he's in agony after after an operation gave him a permanent 
Woody, turning him into a <laughs> veritable shut-in, too embarrassed to go outdoors. Glazer James Scott, <laughs> 57, told the Daily Record that he first had surgery two years ago after suffering serious groin injuries in an accident at work in Glasgow. In Glasgow? It left him unable to get with follow-up surgery to put metal rods in his leaving what? him with a stiffer problem. Yeah. I've now got a permanent erection and I'm in agony. <laughs> He told the Scottish paper, I can't bear anything to touch it. I can't even wear clothes. And they're like, it's hold a on. Nightmare. I got to write all this down. Yeah, he said he so feels... So he's got rods in his... Why would? Why is that the solution? Well, I don't know. It's Scotland. He <laughs> says he feels like a prisoner in his own home and is too embarrassed to have his nine-year-old daughter over to visit him. I was told it would be so for about six to eight weeks, but I, I never expected anything like this, he told the paper. <gasps> Scott complained that his doctor's office re- was refusing to send someone to his house to help, claiming that no male doctors were available. The office medical center told the paper it could not discuss the case because of patient confidentiality. Hmm. Do you think that he's embarrassed? The reason that he's so embarrassed is because it's up permanently and not as impressive as he maybe would uh, well, hope. Allie, as someone who's experienced embarrassing, um, <laughs> especially getting called to the front of the class during a math problem. <gasps> is that what happened to you? All the time. Oh, that happened all the time? Yes. I was a hormonal child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it'd be like, Justin, come to the front. I was like, everything's fine. Oh, that's so sad. I'm that gonna, must be so embarrassing. I'm going to sit on my hands. Well, you know. Yeah. Does sitting on your hands help? Well, you don't. You can't get up. You're like, I'm sorry. My, my legs are asleep. <laughs> but I think there was one time where I just went, you know, let's do it. I've got. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. And, and I the- got up out of the chair. Adele came on. Hello. Yeah, I was ready to go. <gasps> all right. Ooh. And your last one. I love a good story. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan for like America's Got Talent, like those moments where everyone just kind of just lives their truth and it's and we see them and we we're rooting for them. A subway commuter went viral after perfectly singing Lady Gaga Shallow. Um uh she, she's the new online star. Uh there was a British web personality named Kevin Freshwater, of course, <laughs> challenging random subway commuters to finish the lyrics to the Oscar-winning song uh, uh, Shallow from A Star Is Born. After several people dropped the vocal ball, Freshwater approaches one underground talent who just lets them have it. So let's just hear it real quick. Go on, Jesse. Oh, hold on. Oh my god. You need more. Wow. <laughs> Keep going. So hardcore. Wow, you're really good. Keep going. I'm on uh, the deep end. Watches are diving. Mm-hmm. I'll never meet the ground. Yes, okay. Nice. Okay, we know how the song goes. Yeah, right. No, 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 we're all in the shallow. <laughs> all right, okay. now shut up, okay? Now, it turns out the subway performer's name is Charlotte Aubrey, 30, a professional singer in the UK. And I love it. She's giving, getting all the love. On social media. I actually, like, she could be, like, what was her name? Um, Susan uh, Boyle? Yeah. But... She could be Subway Boyle, <laughs> which kind of sounds like a problem. Which sounds <laughs> I've like got something... a Subway Boyle. I got to go to that uh, erection doctor. But I want, that <laughs> I, want, I want her to, like, I'm really hoping she gets discovered. And, well, she did. Well, I know she did. So I'm just kind of hoping, give her that contract, because it's not easy to sing shallow, no. especially in the car or the shower, like I know. No, and I mean, Subway sounds carry, so that helps her. But it does make you angry, because for all the dumb, not dumb, but all the chicks like me who are just walking around in Subway... Just be, waiting to be asked by somebody to finish a great song and mm-hmm. sound amazing. I never got that opportunity. 
Well, all I got were subway boils. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Ah, getting some praise from Nate underscore Toshak. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What does Nate have to say? Nate has to say on our DMs on Instagram at DTS Show. Ha ha ha, Mortal Combates, followed by You Guys Never Cease to Amaze Me, followed by The Scottish Accent is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not an accent, it's how I talk. <laughs> it's, it was my pelvis, I couldn't move it. <laughs> I've been embarrassed my whole life. <laughs> oh, thank I'm you, Nate. Math class. <laughs> thank you, Nate Toshak. Very, very nice to get some compliments towards the end of the show. And yeah. yes, if you missed Mortal Combates, you definitely want to download the podcast, drop the subject wherever you find your podcast, and you'll want to follow us on social media at DTS show because we will post Mortal Combates a little bit later on. <laughs> sounds so funny. If you missed it. It's very <laughs> stupid. All right. And now, speaking of stupid, happy endings. We did talk about some sad things or some, you know, just serious things every mm-hmm. once in a while. And so it's important that we take one of those things and slap a silver lining on it. Make it a happy ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. I'll go, I'll go first. <laughs> I went first yesterday. No, you did, and you ended up with a real gem. All right. <laughs> did I? Yeah, adopt a straight. Oh yeah, it needs to be addressed. It does. Mm-hmm. I I'm getting a PSA mm-hmm. ready. Believe me. All right, that gay couple may have gotten divorced <laughs> because they couldn't agree on Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. But the good news is that now that they're back out in the single world again, I'm sure there are dating apps specifically for Nicki Minaj fans mm-hmm. and Cardi B fans. I don't know if it's... Oh, like, I know what it's called. What is it? Oh, cr- Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot better than what I had, which what was you... the Glass Menagerie. Oh! Um, or oh, Menage a Trois. Oh, that would have been a lot better. But I like Ochre Cupid. Ochre Cupid I'm, is. I'm all about that. You know, you really you save the best for last. Why? You do, are you I'm Vanessa just, Williams? No, I'm saying that you are like you have your best moments and the happy endings. Well, I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do you have one? Do you want to you m- mumble what? your way through? I one did. Or? I did. I will mumble my way through this one um, because I like to be organic and uh-huh. off the cuff. I really feel for the embarrassed Scottish dad. I do, because that's like, he went through a horrifying experience, now has rods in him. He's embarrassed. I'm sure he's like agoraphobic. He can't leave the house. But you know what? I think he needs to own it. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to go out in there in the world, mm-hmm. find a blind person, <laughs> and and yeah. and you know, be a narrator for them for porn. You yes, know? Yeah. that's a great idea. Could you imagine a, a Scottish man? Can I? You know, narrating a mm. porn scene for you. Yeah, you're like, for a blind I don't know person. what you're saying. And they're like, Can you turn the? <laughs> There's page a woman walking in. She's just gonna like, What? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Can She's you... got the dress on. The king is lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> just turn the page. I'm that's not page. Sex. <laughs> oh my god, you're a mess. <laughs> Jesse, do you have a happy ending? Yeah, I do. So there might have been like a word slip earlier. That what you are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> From Ali. The listeners on air might not be able to get, uh-huh. but if you download the podcast, you can hear all the words oh, and everything. What a, yeah. a happy ending and a plug for the podcast. Yeah. If very, you want to hear nice. Ali say a bad word. It was not me. It, well, then it had it to have been I'm a, it was, me. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Oh, that, is, that is the end of the show. Uh, J- uh, Justin will be back next week. Yes, but if you are in the LA area, please oh, follow yeah. me. I'm at Justin Mondale on Instagram. I will be at the Comedy Store tomorrow night at 8.15 with Whitney Cummings, Joe Rogan, Moshe Kasher, some greats. And then Saturday in the original ma- uh, in the original room at the Comedy Store as well, 8.15. So come on out and see me. Yes, definitely do. That's a really, really good lineup. Highly yeah, recommend. We have a good one. It's a good you, show. Yeah, if you it will sell out, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, I'll see you next week. Uh, next week, I'll be back on Monday. I will see you tomorrow with Dr. Jen. So get your questions ready that are love, sex, relationship, whatever, life advice, all of that stuff. You're going to want to tweet at us. You're going to want to call us tomorrow. We'll be live from 12 to 2 Pacific time. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.